3: WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, the Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. <laughs>
4: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. presence. Discover the best practices for tracking and targeting mobile marketing. Our hosts will take you inside the latest trends in mobile technology and help you make the most out of the mobile web. Learn about the latest strategies and trends in the world of mobile, web development, search, email marketing, text message marketing, and more. Leverage your mobile presence today. Now, now, prepare, prepare to get mobilized.
0: Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence presented by Skywire Media. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. I'm Kim Dushinsky
5: from Mobile Marketing Profits. And I'm Shahab Zaghari with Assurance Advertising.
0: Thanks for listening in and also thanks for liking our Facebook page. So if you haven't done it yet, do it. And it's at uh, Facebook forward slash Mobile Presence. And um, we're very excited to have our guest today, Cynthia Price, Director of Partner Development at Emma, which stands for Email Marketing in Style. So I guess uh, we could start off just very basically by welcoming you first to the show. Cynthia, welcome to Mobile Presence. Thanks so much. So, um, great, great. Company name, by the way, sounds very, uh, very human and very interactive, right there. Maybe you'll just uh, start off with telling us a little bit more about Emma. You know, what is your company? What does it do? And um, email marketing—very interesting.
6: Sure thing. Um, You know, Emma is an email marketing service provider. So Emma is in fact, a loose acronym for, for email marketing itself. Um, And you know, that just means that we have a web based uh, platform that we have around 45,000 customers who use our, who log into their Emma account to send um, to design and to track email marketing messages that they're sending to all kinds of different audiences. So, um, you know, we we have the tools inside the account to create great looking emails, to create emails that, that look good in different environments, and then to also track what happens with them. So making sure that, that we're aware of what's happening with, with the people in our audience, what kind of content they're responding to, um, and how that's happening. And then we also have a, a pretty significant emphasis on our services layer. So we Take everything we know from ten years of working specifically in email marketing, and try and help our clients and our customers get a lot better at it. Um, to you know, email marketing, we know when it's done well, um, it has a pretty significant ROI, and we also know, as your own inboxes might show, that a lot of people aren't doing it well. Um, so we we try to help people get get really smart about it.
5: So do you go beyond consulting?
6: We do. We have. Um, we do design work. Um, we sort of take our our insights and our best practices into design, knowing what works and what doesn't work, um, and try and really take that into you know give that to our clients. So we'll consult with them on their designs. Uh, we'll do the design work for them. We'll sort of t- strategize with them as to what what we think might be more uh, useful, what we think might get better results, and those kinds of things. Um, yeah. So you know, it's it's definitely a, that's a big piece of of what we're doing.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Great. Well, when you and I met at the uh, Marketing Pros B two B Forum, uh, one of the things that I was so impressed with when I walked by your you know your booth was that you have uh, mobile friendly emails. So can you tell me what you know? Obviously, we are the Mobile Presence Radio Show, so we're all you know about uh, you know why mobile is so great, and it may feel like preaching to the choir, but I'd love to hear you say why you know mobile friendly email is so critical um maybe you have a case that you know oh,
6: great. yeah so we have you know we it's it's interesting we had um, just two or three weeks ago i think we passed a pretty significant threshold in the email marketing world where you know it used to be that i think all last year that was in the 40s of 40% of emails were were opened on a mobile device and we just passed the 50% mark so we're currently you know, seeing that over 50% or 51% to be more concise, um, of emails are, are actually opened in some kind of mobile environment, which is really significant. And even even more interesting is that that number has grown, it was like in the teens, maybe two years ago. So it's just, it's it's a trajectory that is just spiking like crazy. And it, it goes across all industries. So it used to be that mobile emails were something for the retailers to think about or for the B2C companies to think about. And now it's just everybody's reading um, all emails on a mobile device. So even if you're in B2B content marketing, you know, you have to really consider sort of your mobile your mobile world Um, so that's why we have all of our all of our templates we we made a decision early last year to to make sure that everything we do is going to be not just mobile friendly or mobile optimized but also indeed responsive so it's gonna you know the the actual messages themselves the content will shift the the order of the content will shift the text size will get grow larger and smaller environments and all those kinds of things so the so the messages themselves will look good and be actually actionable Um, in all the right ways, no matter what what environment you're seeing them in. Okay, can
1: I just stand up and cheer like, yay, oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really great because um, I was just going to say it's really great because, you know, I, I, I work with some other email providers, you know, personally in my business and I've heard other people and it's just painful. I mean, these, you know, these templates they share are, you know, pretty, But, you know, there are two columns and they're fancy and lots of graphics. And I'm like, okay, but they're not going to work on mobile. And and I just don't understand why they don't see it. They're in the email delivery business and
6: it, it drives me nuts. Well, and yeah, I mean that's the thing is that there's nothing worse than having to sort of, you know, whatever the opposite of pinch is on uh, when you when you get an email on your mobile device and you're trying to sort of actually get the screen large enough so you can click the link. I mean that's that's a it's a painful experience as an end user. Um, And honestly, there's there are statistics that show that you know people 30% of people will immediately delete an email that's not rendering right on mobile and or no 80% will delete it. 30% will actually unsubscribe to emails. That, that don't that aren't rendering right or that don't look good on mobile devices because they just get tired of it. It's it's actually does you more harm than good as a brand to send an email um, that isn't working right in mobile.
1: Wow.
0: I'd be interested in knowing a little bit more about the interaction. I mean it's clear that it has to be responsive. It's clear I have to be able to access it on my screen be that a smartphone or a tablet, but are there also some interesting new rules evolving around what you can be delivering in that email? I mean, I just put out my email newsletter today, and okay, it's a little bit on the verbal side, if you know what I mean. There's quite a lot of words, and I'm wondering, you know, there's probably some some limits, some best practice. Don't overdo it with text. Um, I don't know, maybe you can or cannot uh, ask people to sort of like uh, click on a coupon or something. I Just wondering, what's what's the impact on how people interact with their email
6: sure sure you know i mean the the interesting thing to me not only are people reading your emails on a mobile device but i think that you know it, that tells us a lot of things about how you should design an email and what you should say in it and, and all how to how to sort of be concise and all those things but i think even more so it reminds us that people are multitasking more than they ever have before and honestly nobody is reading every word of your email so you have to be able to sort of at a glance get their attention and and if you get their attention you might be able to draw them in to read more copy and to and to you know sort of engage at a higher level with what you're saying but for the most part we know that are going to be just scanning your email so your headlines are important how much copy you write is important um, you know there's there are all these statistics there's these funny statistics out there about um, you know that the average human attention span is down to eight seconds at this point and that the goldfish is you know, has, has passed us with a 10 second attention span or whatever. But, you know, and who knows how much of that is actually true, but I think that, that it does point to the fact that our attention spans are certainly much smaller than they were even five or 10 years ago. You know, when we used to get a publication, we would sort of read, uh, we, we were used to reading, um, used to sort of reading whatever it was that they were serving us. And now we're used to scanning. I mean, we are sort of a scanning society and even more so on mobile devices, um, Anywhere else? So, I mean, certainly, there there are the best practices that I would say are that you know actually newsletters themselves, anything with with all with a lot of content right there in the email is probably on its way out. Um, you want to you want to te- you can tease the content in the email, and you can summarize the content, and you can sort of make the content scannable. Um, but ultimately, you you don't want for them to have to scroll. Um, for any significant amount of time at all in your <laughs> to, to get the, the bulk of the message that's right. coming across in your email.
0: Anything about? Um, I mean, we talked about word length and that sort of thing. I mean, I know that from many studies, they say that we want everything bite size. So, you know, would that say then send out several emails with small bites or or one big bite? That's-
6: yeah, you know, I mean, I think it really depends on what your goal is with your email. If you're trying to engage them, if you're if you're just trying to make a great impression um, as a brand, if you're trying to, you know, remind them that you're there or that, that you're remind your listeners about your show or whatever it is, um, you know, you you want to think about sort of start from the goal and work your way back from there. So if your end goal is to get them to actually make a purchase or to come back to your site, you want to really think about what that call to action looks like and how, how visible it is um, when you open the email, even in the preview pane. You know, you want to make it super simple, give them a, a visual pathway to whatever it is you want them to do, even if that's just to see an image that you have in there that's actually carrying your message for you, or if, even if it's just to sort of read the headline that you, you just want to get that impression out there, then you want to make sure that that headline carries that, carries that message um, in a way that, that works for, you know, that, that, would, that would get the message across, if that makes sense.
0: That does, and that's a great place for a break uh, because um, we can get to some of your essential tips and uh, tricks for creating a mobile-friendly email. So um, we'll be back right after the break.
4: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
7: unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords what you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
2: there are many things we would love to catch catching the final out of a baseball game.
4: game
2: reeling that big catch of the day or catching a ride home taxi
4: WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. Jellian Music, your CEO coach, will break down the art of business development from the ground up. CEO Coach, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. mobilizing your marketing efforts welcome back to mobile presence on webmasterradio.fm here are your hosts
0: hello and welcome back to mobile presence presented by skywire media my name is peggy ann saltz from MobileGroove.com,
1: and i'm kim
5: Shinsky with mobile marketing profits and i'm shahab zagari with assurance advertising
0: And we're here with our guest today, Cynthia Price, who's Director of Partner Development at AMMA, which stands for Email Marketing in Style. And right before the break, we were talking about, you know, just getting into that best practice. So maybe you'd like to um, pick up with, uh, again, some of your advice and uh, maybe um, go over the handout that you've also circulated, I understand, the five essential elements of mobile-friendly email.
6: Sure, sure. I'd be happy to. So this is sort of – these are – are tips that came straight from our designers, um, who are who are constantly monitoring and measuring what what emails are people are responding well to and what emails they're not responding well to. And so these are sort of some some tips based on not just their design chops, but also what we know is, is working in email marketing currently. Um, and so we sort of start, we, we always think about sort of designing for mobile first um, and then, you know, what, what's going to render well on a mobile device is always going to probably render nicely on a, on a monitor as well. So if you think about your mobile environment first and not the other way around, you're probably in good shape. Um, so the first thing we say is always to go ahead
5: I was just going to say I love that
6: yeah. Um, well, and it just makes sense. You know, I mean, if, if it's, if it's going to look good in mobile, it's, it, you're going to be fine on any other screen. Um, mm-hmm. So the first tip we always say is to, to sort of simplify the header. You know, a lot of folks in email marketing are used to having really, really large um, banner headers um, that are, that are sort of based on whatever their website header looks like. And that's great consistency of branding, but you can kind of simplify things a little bit in your email and you want to make it a little bit, thinner than it maybe used to be. Because when you think about that giant header um, and the way it's going to render in a mobile device, they're going to have to scroll to get to any, to any be able to see any of the content. So we recommend that you sort of stick with that 50 to 100 pixels of, of header height so that really you can get a little bit of the messaging and, and whatever it is you're trying to get across um, just by glancing at your phone. So you're not necessarily having to scroll to, to at least start getting the message across, if that makes sense. Um the second one is is to think about your text and your buttons. I mean your calls to action are really, really important in email and we're used to being in an environment, you know, on the on the desktop where they can just click um and links are really easy to get to and they can just scroll with their mouse and easily click on any link. Well that gets really complicated if you're not using a larger button or at least larger text um in, in a in an email or in a in a mobile environment because, you know, obviously our fingers are are you know, the, the, apparently our fingers are, are, for, are 45 pixels big. Um, so you yeah. want to think about that when, you know, either have your, have your text be at least 14 point or have your buttons be, be kind of the equivalent of that so that people aren't having to sort of rearrange the screen in order to click where it is you're trying to get them to go. That's an added step that honestly is going to make you lose all kinds of people in that process. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's really important. I, I know a lot of guys I talk to say that just using their phone in general is is difficult because their fingers are so big, and you know even for the rest of us it's true too. But um, I think that's really important that that it, and also that when they click on something, when they can click it, that it goes
6: to something mobile as well. Yeah. No, that's a really that's a that's a great point. You know that that when we're um, when we're a lot of people forget that step. You know that if 51 people are open, 51% of people are opening on on mobile, and then you provide these environments for them to go to these landing pages or websites or whatever it is, wherever it is you're taking them, and that environment isn't isn't optimized for mobile, either. Um, then that's that's sort of like that's a terrible experience for the user. So you really do want to think about that, and and maybe maybe if if your site isn't mobile optimized, that is that is a, a, yet one more reason to do it. Um, the third thing that we always talk about is images. You know, images are so powerful, especially in, in a mobile environment, I think, because we are just sort of glancing at our phones constantly. We're, you know, email gives you kind of a, um, you know, an opportunity. We used to always talk about how, how um, you know, people reading on mobile devices was almost a challenge for folks. But it, it really does open up all kinds of opportunities because it, it's, stretches the limits of when you can send, it stretches the limits of how often you can send, it stretches, you know, people are constantly checking their phones. They can't not check their email. Um, and, And so the opportunity to sort of get an impression across that I might not be willing to engage with um, a retailer's emails while I'm sitting at my desk at work. But I certainly will, if I'm waiting in line at the grocery store, I will look at, you know, whatever jacket they send me that they want me to look at or whatever. So how, making sure that those images are are, you know, Optimized for the actual person you're sending them to, so that you're you're segmenting your audience in ways that are that are valuable. Um, so you're sending them content that, th- that you know they might be interested in, or at least trying to figure out what they might be interested in. Um, and you're making sure that those images are working for you. You know, there's there are statistics that say that our brains process images, I think, sixty thousand times faster than they process text. So your opportunity, if somebody's just glancing at their phone, um, to to let those images carry your message for you, are really really strong
5: I think that's really interesting and I kind of want to interject here since you are on the subject of images um, and you might not have um, all of the data just yet but um, Gmail just uh, rolled something out where um, they auto load uh, the images and before um, even if someone were to hop into your email if they did not hit that display the image button um the email um, marketing uh, software uh, essentially couldn't tell whether or not it was read, and so all sorts of uh, stats were skewed. Have you seen any increase in, uh, you know, quote-unquote email open stats since they uh, did that a couple days ago?
6: It's a great question. And, and you're right. It's something that we were actually in the email marketing industry really excited about. That, that mm-hmm. you know, that you're right. That the the open rate is calculated by a tiny little image um, that, when that image renders in the in the email client, you know, in your in your inbox, essentially, um, right. that that's what's, that's what's telling the email service provider that, that you opened. So to us, it's a super exciting you know way for us to see um, to get more, way more accurate in terms of of what's being opened and what's not being opened. Um, um and no I don't have any early numbers for you but I do I mm. can tell you that we're all we're all watching it really closely
5: and we're going to have to have you back I don't know 2 months what do you think guys 3 months yeah. from now yeah. 6 <laughs> months from now
6: <laughs> I'd be happy um, to. I, I really
5: want to know so but anyway continue continue with your um uh you know essential elements I just I just you were on the subject of image and I, I had to a kind of button there real quick
6: yeah no and well and and we could we could talk about gmail all day um <laughs> so the the fourth our fourth tip there is um mobile friendly calls to action which is essentially i talked to, i talked about it a little bit before um with the larger text and larger buttons just making sure that that like you all said that those that those calls to action are actually you know a an experience that is mobile friendly as well um, all the way through to the to the landing page or the website or wherever you're taking them. And what, then the, what, what, the fifth what, what, is, is I, I really I was just,
0: just going to ask you, though, the, the mobile calls to action, I mean, what can they, they be? Because maybe they're going to be, you know, what you want people to do, in, you know, maybe registration or something. Maybe you don't want them to do that anymore because they're not going to maybe fill it out on a smartphone keypad. Are there, are there changes and shifts in the mobile call to action themselves?
6: yeah so you can actually do a media query on your on your on your call to action so it'll mm-hmm. the the call to action will change sort of in the way that responsive templates change depending on the environment the call to action mm-hmm. you can you can make it so that it says one thing if you're on a desktop and it does take go ahead and take you to that registration page or it says you know learn more or something on a on a mobile environment you know so so you can mm-hmm. you can sort of select if they're in mobile, send them this message. If they're if they're on the desktop, send them this one. Because that's a gr- and that's a great way um, to to kind of get around to that issue of if you're if all of your other environments aren't yet optimized or they're just not good they're not something you can expect someone to do from a mobile device. Um, it's a great way to sort of shift that message so they don't get a terrible experience in the meantime.
1: Wow, well, okay,
0: that's cool. okay. Well, I think it's a good time to uh, break and maybe uh, give some thought to the the final tip I was I was counting with you so we have one more tip when we get back so we'll be back after the break and uh, listen in to more from Cynthia Price telling us all about the uh, tips and tricks around email marketing
4: mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors
6: oh yeah my day is done time for happy
3: hour you're already done for the
6: day
3: Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend certifiedknowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to certifiedknowledge.org now.
4: I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page1Power. Page1 Power Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho.
7: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
4: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691
7: for Moby Mantis.
2: Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand
6: anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
4: Mobilizing your marketing efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts.
0: Hello and welcome back to Mobile Presence, our third and final segment today presented by Skywire Media. My name is Peggy Ann Saltz from MobileGroove.com.
1: And I'm Kim Duchinski from Mobile Marketing Profits.
5: And I'm Shahab Zagari with Assurance Advertising.
0: So we're back, and our guest is Cynthia Price, Director of Partner Development at Emma, Email Marketing and Style. And we were just about to wrap up, I think, Cynthia, with the fifth and final tip.
6: Sure. Yeah, the, the fifth tip that is is really probably the most basic, and it could easily be the the first one is to to focus on a single column layout. To you know, there, I have a a colleague here at Emma who talks about that the the double column newsletter is kind of the dinosaur of the email marketing industry, and you'd be surprised how many folks are still using it. It's definitely a um, you know, and it's it's something you can get a lot of content in that way. There's nothing wrong with it, but when like we said earlier, when you're in a mobile environment. All of those columns are impossible to get right, and they just never—they're never going to be big enough for you to be able to understand what's going on, for you to get that call to action um, rendered, you know, served up clearly and nicely, and in a way that that is that makes people want to click. Um, so we always just sort of tell people to default to a single column because it's going to make your—it's going to make things a lot um, easier on you, and you're probably going to get better results.
5: Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly this. agree. I agree. Um, so, does that mean that a hundred percent of everything you guys design is all single column?
6: You know, it doesn't. It's funny. We say that, and then there there are certainly times <laughs> and where it's okay to break the rules, so or it makes sense to break the rules. And you know, we probably don't do. Um, we we probably default to single column. What we'll do sometimes is you'll see us have sort of multiple. Wells of content, similar to the way that you would on a website or something, that are maybe maybe once Sidebar it starts with a single kind of column, and then there might be three images below it that are lined up and and you know in a in threes or whatever. So mm-hmm. there are ways to do it that where it's not necessarily just. I think that something visually about starting with the single column is is the most important to me because it starts your eye path down, you know, at least leads your mm. eyes downward in a way that makes you want to scroll to see what else is down there. Um, when you start out with two columns, in, in my mind and in my experience, it, it feels like you're, you're asking people to – it's not clear what you want them to do. They're looking right. all over the they place, and they don't know much. what they're supposed to read first. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and I think what you mentioned, too, about – Going with mobile first, and you know, thinking about that first will ha- translate into desktop. I I think that a single column email is smart, even on the desktop. People cannot read multiple I columns do. at
6: a time.
5: They can. They yeah, just don't want. I to. do too.
6: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to. Well, and it's you know, it's it's. It's kind of an archaic way. You know, it's it's all based on when email marketing started, people just immediately started replicating the print newsletter. And honestly, the print newsletter is kind of dead at this point, too. You know, there's not – you don't see as many of them. There's not – people aren't engaging with that kind of content. And honestly, people don't want to hear from you in that newsletter-type – all the information I have about what's going on on a quarterly basis or whatever that is you know however I feel like newsletters used to be sort of this four times a year publication mm-hmm. um, where they got everything out all at once and people just don't have they don't have the attention span for that um, and honestly you want to you be able to sort of serve them little snippets here and there of content that you know that they're going to want at, you know at multiple times get, you know mm-hmm. you can get more impressions out of it um, and they're going to they're gonna like it more
0: it's really right. interesting, Cynthia, because now I have to – well, first of all, I have to come to you offline probably because I feel bad about the newsletter I just put out. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Seriously. We but, we, but, we
6: don't have any judgment here. We, we definitely – we're just here to help. We're not going to judge you at all. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I can always tell my community and my readers I'm sincere about it. But I just wanted to interject something that I thought was um, – Pretty interesting. I'm I'm working on a book now about mobile app monetization, and it's turning out that the best way or one of the best ways to market to your mobile app users is actually email marketing, which I thought was a bit odd, so I'm actually writing now a chapter about that in the book. Are you seeing this? Do you feel that 2014 is going to be like a renaissance in email marketing because we're all going to need it to engage with our app users?
6: It's really funny. I I was just talking about that this morning. I don't know if you all um I I got an email from a from a large retail vendor um and And I was on my phone, and I clicked something that they had in the email that I liked, and all of a sudden, a big banner popped up on that website that said, hey, you already have this app. Do you want to go there now? And I was like, oh, I totally didn't even realize that I had downloaded that app. And so I went to the app, and it was just this really, really nice experience um, where I wouldn't have ever subscribed to get push notifications from that vendor. Um, I would have never, you know, like I I wouldn't have gone to that app at all this week um, had that email not come out. And then I, it actually reminded me to go to it. It reminded me that I even had it in the first place. Um, and yeah, we are seeing that a lot because it's, you know, the, the challenge with apps is, is how do you get people to engage with them? I mean, you can get them to download them and then, and then what? Um, and you know, email is a terrific way to bring them back there, especially if you have that, that environment already for them.
0: Well, speaking of engagement, Cynthia, I mean, we're coming to the end of the show, but we do want to tell people how they can engage with you, so how they can connect with you. Um, why don't you t- tell people how they can uh, connect with you and continue the conversation after the show?
6: Absolutely. Um, you can reach me at Cynthia at my That's MyEmma.com. That's dot com. Um, or you can you can check out our website, which is myemma.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from from any of you. Please please reach out. And you okay. guys, have, you have mm-hmm. free trial accounts, I noticed. So we do. There's a there is a free trial account that you can you can uh, request on our site. Um, we we definitely are, are really proud of our application, and we'd love for you all to check it out.
0: Well, I'm sold on that. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll have to uh, uh, break now and uh, close down the show. But we want to remind all our listeners that, that the show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Zoom, and you can download our mobile app in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. So uh, thanks again for joining us on Mobile Presence. Thanks to you, Cynthia, for being our guest. Show presented to you by Skyward well, Media. Thank you
6: all. It was a pleasure. Just want to.
0: Um, thank everyone it's uh thanks for joining us all on our show presented by skywire media and uh speaking of how to keep in touch with everyone you can contact me at mobilegroove.com how can they keep track of you kim
1: um at kim Dushinsky on twitter or kim for all my contact information
5: and you can contact me at assurance agency on twitter you can check our portfolio at assuranceadvertising.com
0: great and thank you again cynthia and thanks to our listeners it's been a fantastic 2013 looking forward to an equally awesome 2014 with you and don't forget every minute is mobile so a a hat tip to our friends over at the mobile marketing association there so in that respect make every minute count